0: Stand Up Memories, another episode with the incomparable Chris. Did he say it? They said action. Okay. This is stand. I didn't hear. No, you didn't hear it. <laughs> but they I'm said it. i so busy it. watching you. Wait for it. I was waiting for it because you and made a joke. I right? know, I made a joke. Um, when you make a joke, you know excite. It excites me. The act-
1: it excites Chris, our guest. Excites Nicole and <laughs> Freddie with 1D. And Kristen. A surprise
0: guest. We have oh, oh, that's a surprise. No, now, then,
1: not anymore, I guess. Yeah, thanks a lot. Are you gonna introduce the show? Welcome
0: to Stand Up Memories, another episode with Chris Monty, comedian extraordinaire. And of course, Jackie Martling has taken his pill and he's ready for another episode. <laughs> You're old friend. He's good for another two hours. My old, he's old good friend. for another two hours. I'm propped up. <laughs> And, uh, you know, Chris, how long have you been in comedy? A while
2: now. I mean, 25 years now.
0: 25 years, and you work everywhere, and you're so popular.
2: Oh, I don't know about that.
0: I think so. But even comics. Not at the
2: gate, though. That's where it (laughs) counts, you know? Yeah, not at the
0: gate. (laughs) Um, But every comic, no matter how good they are, has nights that don't go as well as they hope. Speak to yourself. (laughs) And I would say every night is like that, yeah. I, but, but for
2: you, it's got to be rare, but
0: you must have you some You get of, crowds that
2: are weird, you know, yeah. you, big, you ever get that big crowd and you go, man, it's going to be great and they suck, you know, and you just go. Or,
0: oh. or they're
1: not, when people are assembled, not for that reason. And I Different I, story, I did a right. show the other night and it was a political celebration. And I'm sure half of them didn't even know there was going to be comedy right. at the thing. You know, you can't blame them, you know. They no,
2: don't. shows like that, like the the toughest shows and the shows I hate doing the most, even though anybody watching, I do their I do their golf outings every year. I do a lot of golf outings. You, you were big in the golf outings. Yeah. But they're not the easiest shows because they're out, you know, they're drinking since 9 o'clock, they're playing. Then they get back, it's a long day, they have their dinner, they have their awards, and then you're at the end of the night. There's
1: two guys at each table that are really into it. Like when I'm gone, right. I know they're learning the jokes, but... Half of them are like, Well you want to go? When, when are you leaving?" Yeah. You know,
2: when are we gonna you wait know. for the fifty-fifty after this guy? You know, that's, <laughs> you know, like, and you're doing, you know, you got, and they're all, you know, a lot of them. I only got to do 20, 25 minutes, but it's an eternity when, when it sucks. You know. Oh,
1: oh, and the,
2: the other, just the other night, last Thursday, they said,
1: "All right, you know," and they, the guy booked four headliners, which is just absurd. But they, they must have had a bottomless budget. They spend a lot of money, right. and the and the. Congressman or whoever he was, I didn't even look it up. He came over and said, all right, when he's done, we're going to do the raffle and then you're on. I said, no.
0: No, you can't. Never do
1: the raffle before the comic. No, no, no. One, One booker upstate, who you probably work for, Did the raffle before, you know, he had the two acts and then did the raffle and had me on. I've been calling them raffles for like 10 years.
2: (laughs) Oh, you know what I love? When you get to the show and it's maybe they're doing a comedy night at the Elks Lodge or the Knights of Columbus. And they go, what's this? You get there early. They give you the food. And they go, okay, it's going to be Peter Bales and then Jackie. Then our intermission, <laughs> and then you, you know, and you go, oh, no, no intermission. You no, no, never no. stop. And they, and they always stop. go, we always do the intermission. I have to do it because they smoke and they want to go outside. And they want to sell drinks. That's yeah, the they want to sell re- drinks, yeah. and oh, and man. Yeah, you know,
0: and, but it breaks and the moment. And It and breaks he, the whole and show, man. You just
1: feel like such a prima donna trying to explain yep. to them for the, the good of the show. I was the first
2: yeah. comic that took the stage at the Paramount in Huntington. Wow. Now, here's what happened BB mm-hmm. King was headlining. This is a few years back when it first opened. The, whoever was supposed to open, the musical act that was supposed to open for them, crapped out like two days before the thing. I was working, supposed to be working a weekend at McGuire's in Bohemia. Uh, I forget who called me, but an agent called me. Are you open for, this Friday? I said, well, I'm at McGuire's. Can you get out of it? Why? You can open for B.B. King at the Paramount. I said, hold on. I called Mark Lund at the club, who we talked about a couple episodes ago. He says, go, open for BB. I said, I don't want to lose the whole weekend though. Can I still do Saturday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you grin Saturday. I'll get somebody to cover your Friday. Don't worry. Yeah. But they weren't ready. For, they never had a comedian. So now you got 1,500 people, house lights up, milling around. Uh, I'm standing there. They go, you know, 10 minutes, we're going to put you on. So I said, wait, is this going to stay like this? And the sound guy goes, what do you mean? I go, you got to shut the house lights down. You got to put a spotlight on me and you have to introduce me. And he goes, are we, we, You're talking a foreign language. Yeah, he goes, We don't yeah. do that. I go, You don't understand. I'm not going to walk out there with a guitar and don't care if people don't applaud when I'm done. I go, Every every, every eight seconds yeah. to 20 seconds, I need a laugh. So I said, They're not going to be paying attention. They're not going to there. And they were like, What? And so the owner comes up and he goes, what, What's the problem? I go, What's the problem? I can't just walk out there. You got to shut the house lights, introduce me. Then I walk out with a spotlight so that they're focused on me. Right. And so they did it. And even with that, it took, I had to do 30 minutes. It took about a good 12 to 15 just to get, I was doing okay, it was a bombing. But the last 10 minutes of my set was killer. But they weren't them all focused. focused. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. And so, but I had, you know, you got to teach them that. And I don't, I'm not a prima donna, but you know, it's not. we all know it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You know? So listen, this so guy. I, ha-
1: I told this story before on the show, but I worked at the Chance in Poughkeepsie, and I opened for war. Oh. No more Eric Burden, but it was like, 12 black guys, and they had everything you could imagine to knock together, to shake, you know, the, the rhythm section. Right. And the cables, and you had to like dance over the microphone stand to get, but the chance was like an old vaudeville house, and it was packed, and I ate it so bad for the first 10 minutes. And then you get the rhythm and the idea what's gonna work, but you know, it was uh, uh, mostly black crowd, but you know, music people too, and, and and I finally got to like my 20 or 25 minutes. And by the time I was done, I knew that I'd be fine for the second show.
0: Right, because you shows. figured it out yeah, in yeah, your set.
2: I got yeah, it figured yeah. out. Yeah.
1: So I go off and, I, and I'm and i listening to And they're so great. And I'm sitting there having a beer and I'm going to kick ass. And all of a sudden, uh, we'd like to announce that you're all invited to stay
0: for the second <laughs> show. <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs>
1: I don't even know what I drank or how I got home. I was like, he was
0: oh. opening for war. They had a huge hit. War. <laughs>
1: no, Good God. No, that's no.
0: That's the is that the
2: song?
1: No, no, no. That was that was Edgar
2: That was oh. a song. He was
0: open for the group. Oh, you're right. Boy, that's it, embarrassing. War was Eric <laughs> Editor. Eric no, no editor. Eric a great Bird joke and the too. Animals. That was and they, after the huh. you ever heard it? What God, is it go, good for? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, nothing? regardless yeah. of who that did it. Great, great, that, that, was my, Detroit, yeah. that was a great, great show. That was a Detroit Motown. Yeah. Uh, for my first wedding, uh, that was our wedding song. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh,
1: Say it again. Huh. Huh. So, anyway.
0: <laughs> this, that was
1: as primal a song. <laughs> that was as primal as Tutti Frutti.
0: Yeah, right. Huh. Say it again. Huh. Huh. Okay, now, this guy has the best line I've ever seen uh, as a comedian at a golf outing. To those of you watching from around the world, Brentwood is a town on Long Island that is- I st- thought you were gonna to explain to everybody what golf was. <laughs> no. I <laughs> know. I didn't know where he was going with that one. Golf uh, was discovered in Scotland, actually. <laughs> uh, it was, but uh, Brentwood is a, a town struggling socioeconomically on Long Island, let's be fair, and- uh, I'm not <laughs> sure you wanna say that. No, but there's, and they, but there's a golf outing at a country I know club. I the mayor. Do you?
1: Yeah, I had to loan him 10 bucks. My cousins,
2: <laughs> I had relatives that lived there for many years.
0: But you know the opening line. What's the joke? I'll do, the, I'll do his opening line. Uh, a golf founding at Brentwood Country Club. He walked up and he goes, who knew Brentwood had a country club? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is, which
1: How is, funny is that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I almost got myself lynched. They called me up to do, to do some time at a, they were having a, a, a big party at the uh, Ohika Castle for the Suffolk Arts Council. and And I did the same thing. I went up and I said, Sounds like an oxymoron, <laughs> Suffolk hearts went, oh, they were pissed off. Oh, Suffolk has always had that, you know, that second city, that Chicago, New York thing, right. like, you know.
0: That's we try so true. Harder. Have you ever had uh, celebrities, at, uh, celebrities at your shows that you've met afterward? My, my worst- yeah, I'll tell you a oh, story. Oh, why? I'll, Have you ever had I'll tell had you my one? best compliment. Why, my, no,
2: I'll tell you the truth. I'll tell you the best compliment that was said to somebody else by a celebrity at my show that wasn't said to me, but I'll tell you when you're done.
0: Well, no. I'm just saying, mine is not such a wonderful story for me. At the comic strip, Barbara Eden. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) editor! It always goes back to Barbara Eden. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No, but um, Olivia Newton-John came in by her. God rest her soul. Beautiful world record. Uh, How many times I've told the show on the on this podcast? But tell, it's a and it's a terrific. I don't know. No, just, it's just, I, I idolized her. She was beautiful. She came into the comic strip by herself, sat there, and watched comedians. And I was like the fourth one on, and she watched three comedians, and I was next, and I was introduced, and she's right there, right down front. I did one joke, and she stood up and walked out.
2: <laughs> it probably wasn't you, though. She was probably having a bathroom. Might have been. I don't know. <laughs> did you do Balls Party too? I did. I,
0: I did. A, I was. A, I
2: got friendly with Danny Aiello. He used to have a little joint in uh, in Jersey, little little restaurant. He used to do comedy upstairs, and then he did something in Manhattan, and so he he liked me a lot, and and he would sing, and he would ask me to come open for him when he sang, and we became friends, and uh, so one night he has a night uh, in Manhattan at some bar. He sets it up nice. He has it professionally set up with a stage and lights and sound. Anyway, a bunch of guys are on the show and girls, and um, after the show. I'm at the bar having a drink after my set, and he comes over to me and he goes, guess who just told me you were the best one on the show? I said, who? He said, Jerry Stiller. And he was sitting right in front. I saw him when I was on stage, and Jerry Stiller was sitting up there. I said, oh, that made my night. That's good. That
1: that exact same thing, I did a show at the Friars Club, and sitting at my feet was Stiller and Mira, the two of them. Oh, wow. Which is so, because, you know, you're such a big fan of them. and him Especially with, you know, with the, and... You know, you just but you just plow on with your show, and it's not an easy crowd anyway. The Friars, oh, it's I love. always
2: say my because I do shows there all the time, and my wife goes, oh, Are you gonna go back? and I go, They are the worst crowd for a comedian, you yeah. <laughs> <we> wouldn't think, <laughs> but, but I go and do these shows for my friends all the time, and they stare at you, right? And you, you don't get you tell the people. material. I,
1: you tell people I was work. I worked, did comedy at the Friars Club last night, they're so impressed, yeah, and I like, oh, really, like, you know. But he gave me the nicest compliment, he said, Each of those jokes you do, they're like mini plays you act out each character but I'm like nobody ever said that but I'm gonna take that from you and uh, take it to the bank you know know.
0: this says a lot about who Jerry Stiller was because I actually have a similar story to you guys early 80s Bill Boggs had a show on Channel 5 and it was a daytime show, I'm, so it, it might have been... Comedy this afternoon. No, it was <laughs> comedy around noon. anyway. Uh, oh, his,
1: his afternoon talk show. Yeah. Oh.
0: And they had a segment of brand spanking new comics, and we were to perform about a minute or 90 seconds and be judged by their guests, Jerry Stiller and Tony Randall. Oh, wow. Okay so and i'll never forget you know jerry stiller goes well i don't know if it's really fair to judge these new young comedians and tony randall goes i'll judge <laughs> <laughs> so so i did my 90 seconds and um tony randall commented and it was funny he was funny but then jerry stiller spoke to me live on this daytime tv show and said nice things that i'll never forget to a i was a kid i was in my early 20s Can and we
2: google it is it on YouTube? I have not see-
0: seen it. I don't even know if it's on YouTube. No, but, that, but I will never forget it. That and would it, be YouTube. But that's just a nice guy. Yeah, he's Every, a great guy, and, and everybody, he loves comedians. Everybody who speaks about Jerry Stiller,
2: and I had the same experience with Joan Rivers. She loved comedians. If you were a good one, she liked you. And when I when, she, when I started working with her, she always when she was in the Northeast, she would want me to be the opener because you know in the beginning they weren't they didn't really pay a lot of money, and and then I turned her down actually a couple of times because the money was light. There was no hotel room, and I said oh man, that's it, they're never gonna call me again. And then she called me, doubled the money, you know, and, and I was talking to her assistant and he goes, she gets so many bad acts, like we'll go out to the Midwest and they'll just send somebody over from a comedy club for a couple hundred bucks and it's the, and she doesn't want a horrible comic Because up they there,
1: literally but, warm them down.
2: Yeah, she goes, and I want the comic to do 25 minutes so I don't have to do two hours, you know. So I would go, and she'd always let me go long, do 30, do 30, you know, and it was great, you know. But she liked comics, you know, if you were good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was great. She came on the stern show so she came on the stern show one time when she was doing her jewelry thing when she was selling all that jewelry. She gave me really beautiful jewelry from for my wife, you know, like went around and gave it to all of us. You know, she just was
0: a she a was
1: good a class soul, act a good soul.
0: This reminds me of uh, I was on a radio Did show. Did you ever
1: have sex with her?
0: Only once. No.
1: I think I, was, I think I was there. I think I was on the other side.
0: <laughs> I'll take back uh control of the show right oh, now well, <laughs> uh, I was uh, on a radio show again right when I'm starting out very early 80s and I was uh, Jerry Seinfeld was on that show as was Larry Miller and we were starting out in new and it was hosted by Cindy Adams who longtime columnist for the New York Post her husband Joey Adams who you knew I'm sure uh, not well not well not well. Not in a good way.
2: Yeah, not well. Joey
1: Adams was was a friar forever. And somebody put a, there was a picture of Joey Adams in the dining room and somebody put up a flyer for Riverside Chapel coming
0: soon and put it. (laughs) 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 He was, you know. But when you talk about ego, I always think of something Joey Adams said to us. The new young comedians on the Joey Adams radio show. He looked at us and he said, you young people, when you think about some of the great comedians of the past, Hope, Benny, Burns, Adams. You think he's kidding. You think he's kidding. But we joked about that, he listed himself (laughs)
2: <laughs> he, listened, he put himself in the list. When I, I first
1: sure. started hanging with Rodney a little bit, he said, Oh, yeah, you know, they get, get all these calls, you that know, means- they, they want me to do this and do that. And the other day somebody called and said, yeah, you want to do our charity event? They said, why would I do your charity event? And they, and they said, well, we got Joey Adams. He says, well, that's why I'm not doing it. You got Joey <laughs> Adams. <laughs> the problem right there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every time Jackie mentions the Friars Club, I don't know if this story is tellable <clears throat> on our show, but um, I was in the men's room at the Friars Club, and I'm washing my hands. I'm about to leave. And well, Jackie, right away, we know you don't wash your hands. <laughs> I do, but I'm washing my hands, and Jackie walks in and goes directly into the stall. And, you know, how you doing? And he goes into the stall. And I'm excited because I just bought my first house in my life. And I'm st- I started actually talking to Jackie, and he's in the stall. But I couldn't hold, I, Jackie, I just bought my, my first house in Northport, and it, you know, my, my wife, and I was excited about my new house. And Jackie doesn't answer me <laughs> verbally the sound that came out, the sound that I heard in response to my new house in Northport, that I was so excited about. Monty,
1: he, that is a creative heckle. That, <laughs> that, that,
0: that is, you <laughs> know, but the, but the, the sound uh, to the audience. Just imagine. Yes. I think I think it's pretty clear. Okay, and, but the timing was perfect. It was incredible sound, and then it stops, and there's a beat, and he goes. That's what I think about Northport. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. I just. I mean, it was perfect timing. Most people oh, would be
1: embarrassed. Me, I hope that's a true story. It is a
0: true story <laughs> because the timing was was so perfect. And oh, that's uh, so great. It was so terrible. Oh man. All right. Well, you know, Chris, you are a master joke teller, and. Uh, as is Jackie. Jackie's the G- he's the legend. Yeah, but we got we got Jackie here and we got you. And we and, got you. And we got me and I <laughs> I don't have much to add except a flatulence sound that was multiplied times a thousand in the Friars Club bathroom. Now, that that, that's a great story. That is a great. But story. um we we ask you about what went wrong in some shows when it's tough. What about when you feel right about what 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 makes you feel really really good when you're on stage what, i mean talk oh. about the
2: good good part um when they pay cash yeah there you go <laughs> there you go no when when the crowd's great and you just you, you know you got them in your pocket and you can't do anything wrong you know what you know what i tell people the
1: the greatest thing when you're on stage is complete Silence. Right. Well, I mean, you, you kill them with a joke, and you're so you're, you're at the point where you're that. so confident. Yep. That they're biting.
2: They're waiting to hear what they're you're going to say. In
1: the, and you just let it go. You can hear a pin drop
2: as you're getting ready to do, tell them your next thought.
1: And it's like wow, because yep. you know after years and years of the the silverware and the plates and the crowd and the drunks, and, yep. you know that's why. Pips. <laughs> and like work, yeah. yeah, tough Warf club in Brooklyn. Work in the yes. theater, you know, work in the theater. And it also, it's like,
2: And oh, now gosh. you're in the theater and it's, it's amazing. Those nights are special when you're in the theater. Right. Um, when you have a gig, like I did the Clark Gillies Foundation. I uh, became friendly with Clark. I did his foundation this year. He passed away. The wife still wanted me on because he wanted New me York, on. New York.
0: If you're watching in Ireland or Indiana,
2: Great New, Great York, New York, Islander.
0: York Islander hockey player. And Love
2: Long Island golf outing. I go into that golf outing. Everybody, they all know me because I was I, I do that. It's Clark's Country Club, and I do that comedy night there every year. And so they all knew me. But you know now this is the golf outing. It's not the comedy night. And I got to go up and just do twenty minutes. You know, but and all the New York Islanders, the current New York Islanders are there, and Boomer Saiausin and everybody. And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, this this could go crappy. You know, but it was unbelievable. It was. Boom, 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 they're with me. And you get off and you walk out of there and you go, I, I, don't, I don't want to do another show the rest of the month. That was, that, like, that was it, you know? Uh, you know, if you're going into a show that you know
1: you're pretty reasonably sure it's going to be great. And the last time he did something like this was great and it's great. But nothing's like when your anticipation isn't high and it's like that. That is right. that is like
2: when you got butterflies, because you go, This is gonna this can go bad very quickly, and you go in and it turns out to be the opposite. Right. And, and not, my wife and will not always even say
1: bad, just just my just, wife will always say, You're gonna
2: be great, you're fine, you know, you don't have to be nervous. I said, It's not that I'm nervous, it's not that I'm not confident in what I do, it's just that I'm going into a situation that's you know, I said, I've done some shows where it was like trying to do a set in Grand Central Station. Right. You know, and right. you got a thousand things going on, like you said, and nobody's paying attention to you but one guy, you know. Right. And so Golf fighting could be like that. I, so. I got to tell
0: you, I got to tell you, you guys talking about how silence can be rewarding on stage, really makes me feel better about <laughs> <Yes>. my act. <laughs> See,
1: he paints himself into such a poor light,
0: and he should. He should. <laughs> he should. <laughs> Chris Monty, as always, terrific, terrific, terrific. Chris Monty, Jackie Martling, I am Peter Bales. And uh, next week, believe me, the better half of Chris Monty will be here with Chris. because Mark he... Lund is coming? <laughs> <laughs> no! See, I would have
1: I would held back from saying that.
0: Because I thought I was Your lovely wrong. wife, Kristen, will be here. This yes! Stand up memories, and we'll see you next week. This is going to be one of those episodes where we have... The Mark c- Lund is still alive. C- c- he, he He is. Anyway, next week, Chris and his lovely wife, Kristen. Boy, don't miss it. See you next time that was a pretty good episode. A new episode every Wednesday with me, Peter Bales, Jackie the Joke Man Martling, comedians, interesting people, leave a comment. We'll, we're gonna get, we'll get uh, what am I saying? I don't know. We're gonna get back to you. We will respond to your comment.
1: Standupmemories.com, if you go there, it shows all the different platforms. Oh,
0: Spotify, we're on everything.
1: Every Wednesday.
0: Stand Up Memories. Every Wednesday. A new episode.